Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, speaker, educator, and coach, and this is Food Freedom Body Love, a podcast I put together to help you make peace with food, body image, and weight so you can kick your all-consuming, exhausting weight control food obsession habits and start living your best, healthiest life. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I am really excited to be here today. For the past nine episodes, I've been interviewing and it was really fun. It was a new experience for me. I obviously did the sessions series before, but that's different. That's like me and my element working, which is quite different actually. I didn't think it was going to be, but it is (laughs) from actually interviewing people. Um, And it feels good. It feels good to be back and connecting with you a little bit more directly. So today is all about wrapping up the Beyond Weight series. Uh, And we're going to wrap it up with the five biggest lessons or takeaways that I got from that series and, and separating weight and health. But we're also going to simultaneously kick off a brand new, very special series that I am incredibly excited about. The new series is going to take you deeper into my work and approach. It's something I've never done before, and I want to invite you to take a front row seat as I explore a new branch of my work. It's going to be fun and super interesting and absolutely exclusive to this community. So I'll talk about that in a bit. But before, uh, I wanted to properly chat about those biggest takeaways and lessons from the series Beyond Weight. Let's go. Over the past eight to nine weeks, you've heard from some of the most amazing, innovative practitioners from around the world, literally. I interviewed practitioners in the United States, Australia, the Netherlands, Costa Rica, and Singapore, and all of them are working with health in a whole new way. They're not serving up diets or weight loss, and they're just really getting back to the basics with health behaviors and and food and showing that not only is that enough, but it's an ideal way to live as well as you possibly can with whatever health conditions have been served up to you without taking on the shame or the blame and with an understanding that taking care of yourself, nourishing yourself is just way more helpful and so much less harmful than putting all of your eggs in the weight loss diet basket. Um, For those of you who tuned in, I'm sure you noticed some overlap between all of the episodes. I definitely did, which for me just reinforces that whatever health conditions you happen to be managing or working to prevent, A, we can pursue health in a way that feels good and fits in with our values and our lives, and B, we can do it without ever pursuing weight loss or engaging in food restriction. And then beyond those common themes and lessons and beyond some of the more detailed and fascinating parts of the conversation, you know, there were so many interesting snippets or bits that happened in each interview. Um, But beyond that, I found my five biggest takeaways from the series, which I'm going to share with you today. And I'm interested to hear yours. So um, I'll share mine. And if yours are different or you had different thoughts or interesting, you know, revelations or ahas from the series or questions, right, um, please feel free to head over to Instagram 
at Food Freedom Body Love after the show and let me know. Were yours the same? Were they different? Do you have questions? Um, okay. So my five biggest lessons when it comes to separating weight and health. Number one, pursuing weight loss when you have a health condition, even and especially those traditionally associated with weight, will not help and is very likely to cause harm. Erratic eating can result in binge eating, unstable blood sugar, inflammation, long-term weight gain, which you know, I'm not really worried about weight gain, but I know it's on people's minds. And the reality is I don't care where your weight lands, but we would like, we would like people to eventually find a fairly stable spot, right? So pursuing weight loss when you have a health condition won't help and is very likely to cause harm harm to your relationship with food, harm to your relationship with your body, and harm to your health, right? Um, it's a it's an irrational, not health-promoting behavior. And so that is a major, major takeaway from this series. Takeaway number two, a relatively neutral relationship with food and your body is 80% of the battle. Obviously, that's a totally made up statistic. That <laughs> I'm just coming up with it, but I'm just making a point. And that point is being in a place where you aren't fighting your body, where you're able to consistently feed yourself and move with love and accept your body and its limitations wherever you land and your life, right? Um and your values and the limitations on that, it just does so much for your health, really and truly. And the rest is, is icing. The rest is medications and trauma work and other therapies and some add-in strategies and quite frankly, fighting the systems and the structures and the stigma that, that definitely and majorly impact our health that many people have no control over whatsoever right? But from your place of personal responsibility, whatever that is, and wherever it falls when it comes to health, and that is, you know, there's a question mark there. One of the best things that you could possibly do is just work to, to neutralize your relationship with food in your body. Which leads me to my next point, number three, um, stigma. Stigma plays such a huge role in health and health outcomes and health behaviors. And specifically, the stigma around the need for medication can push people into doing things that harms their health, that sacrifices joy and sacrifices quality of life. And stigma is big. And I don't want to say it's just stigma around medication, but that was just one of the one of the big takeaways from this series, there's so much more conversation we need to have about, you know, the difference between personal responsibility and cultural cultural responsibility when it comes to health. But I just want to say that that was a really big takeaway from this series for me, that trying to avoid medication can sometimes push people to sacrifice all of their time and all of their brain space in an attempt to control something that may or may not be controllable. And that that's something that we just, we really need to be thinking about and exploring and really weighing the pros and the cons. Okay. Number four, you know, I've talked about it on this podcast before, but it was so good to hear it from all of these practitioners, you guys add in 
strategies are magical, magical. There is so much that we can do with very simple, subtle add-in strategies without numbers, without weighing, without measuring, without being obsessive, adding in a bit of protein is just an example. Um, Adding in without feeling the pressure to restrict or cut out or deny There is so much that we can do with add-in strategies. And so that's something I'm going to be exploring a little bit in uh, my new series and most definitely in my new program that is launching in January called Redefining Health. And number five, lastly, I mean, I've already touched on this, but unfortunately, our current health and wellness world is highly problematic and it comes from the top research doctor's offices, dietitians, naturopaths have all been affected by the weight and health story. And I just want to be clear that for those health practitioners who are looking at the research and who are like, wait, 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 I'm not saying that there's no connection between weight and health that there is absolutely research that at very extreme ends of the spectrum, high or low weight can absolutely affect health. But that unfortunately, that information taken out of context often paired with the thin is best white supremacist culture that only values one kind of body world that we live in has been translated into people believing that they need to be much smaller than is realistic for their their bodies in order to be healthy. It's translated into people believing that pursuing weight control through restriction and over-exercise is a health-promoting behavior when it's not, when there's terrible long-term results and nasty side effects well-documented in the research. And it's translated into people engaging in a lifelong battle with their bodies that forgets the most important thing that the whole reason we're pursuing health in the first place is so that we can enjoy our lives, right? So it's not that there's zero connection between weight and health. It's just that the connections that have been made are translating into all kinds of negative patterns and behaviors and also forgetting the really fundamental truth, which is that we have no idea how to ethically and responsibly help people lose weight without all of these negative side effects, right? And what happens when we, you know, what happens when we spend our lives trying to manipulate our bodies and fight natural aging and changing, you know, what's left, where's the room for the joy? And why even go down that road when there are so many better strategies, strategies that work with the body we're in and do what feels good for our body and our lives and and strategies that cut way down, if not completely get rid of the negative side effects of dieting and, and restriction and, um, allow us to reap the rewards of improving our health without sacrifice. That's a wrap on the Beyond Weight series. I'm so thrilled that you guys joined me for that. And before you go, I want to introduce the new series because, and I don't often do this, right? I usually take a break between one series and the next, but 
the Beyond Weight series raised some new questions for me and it really inspired a new series and also this program that I'm putting together that's going to launch. Cart's going to open on January 5th. So, and, and we're going to start that program on January 8th for anyone who's interested, more details to come. But the series raised some new questions for me. So my signature one-on-one food freedom body love method program, as many of you are well aware, is designed to help those who are in a fairly desperate place with food in their body. So they, they don't necessarily have a medically unstable or clinical eating disorder, but they are absolutely, and I say they, meaning potentially you, may be preoccupied with thoughts of food and weight, exhausted by constant diet attempts and failures. Um, there's often binge eating, reactive eating, emotional eating in a way that feels uncomfortable and uncontrollable. People who reach out to me for that signature one-on-one program tend to be in a in a place of deep discomfort. It's a deep pain point. It's all-consuming. And working through that program really relieves those intense feelings. And it lands people in a place where they can experiment or play, begin to play with gentle nutrition and movement without feeling triggered And they can begin to explore the idea of health again by the end of that program from a much better place. But depending on the person, sometimes we have a lot of time for gentle nutrition and health. And sometimes we don't have a ton of time for that because we need to really spend our time neutralizing the relationship with food and body so that they get to a point where they can think about gentle nutrition with the right perspective and without getting triggered. So, yeah, so, you know, I have recently, you know, I'm 41 now. I I turned 40 last year and it was really interesting to me, I have to say, that despite having done all of this work for myself, it was interesting and almost a little alarming, actually, to start to find that even though I'd done the work, that these feelings started to resurface as I hit 40 my body started to change in a kind of unpredictable way. It was like I'd spent the time, I'd gotten to know my body, I felt like I knew how to care for her. And then my body started to change and age and there were new aches and pains and issues that started to pop up. And it occurred to me that for many people, even when they get to the point where they have a decent relationship with food and body, that aging, that health worries or concerns and a changing body can really pull these feelings up again. Or for those who are lucky enough to have never had them, it can potentially pull these up for the very first time. And I realized that I was looking for a program that would help me and that would help other women like me explore midlife the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, and what it takes to feel as good as we can possibly feel through this time in our life without falling back into old diet and weight loss preoccupation and habits. And you know what? I couldn't find it, right? Like I was like, hey, it would be super fun for even me to join one of these programs. Like, yeah, I know how to intuitive eat. I'm a competent eater. I have a decent relationship with food in my body, but you know what? this turning 40 is triggering something in me. And I'm sure it's the same, like I've said, 
for those who get confronted with, hey, your blood, your blood sugars are going up or, you know, your cholesterol is going up in a negative way. Like there are all of these different things that can re-trigger our old programming and make us want to dive back into restriction and dieting and focusing on our weight instead of focusing on what's really going on in our lives. And so I was like, you know what? I would love a program like that. And I couldn't find it. I could only find programs that really sold weight loss or dieting or programs that were really geared at big, like big food and body problems, which is what I already offer up. Um, but what about the more niggling worries and concerns, the, the, the concerns that we only tell ourselves or our partners or our very best friends in whispered voices, you know, what about the need and want that we have to feel good and to re-examine, you know, how we feed ourselves and move our bodies and care and advocate for ourselves as we get older, you know, you, you may or may not have specific health issues yet, but when you start to notice that your aging changing body is operating differently and you want to lay a solid foundation for the next 40 years, you know, where do you go? And so I just decided I was going to work through that over the past year for myself since I couldn't find the program. And since I had a solid foundation and, you know, I was in this research associateship that offered some support to me. And out of that, I created a brand new program called redefining health. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's built on many of the lessons that have been shared in the Beyond Weight series. And I've built on those lessons and turned it into so much more. Um, I'll explain more in the coming weeks in my new series, which I think I'm going to call Redefining Health as well, where I'm going to talk about the program. Um, but the episodes that are coming up are also designed to help you through the holiday season because it's here, it's upon us and it's tough. It's tough because, you know, sometimes we're with family or this year, it could be because we're actually alone and we're away for, from family. But for now, you know, the major thing I want to say is that within the right context of understanding the current world that we live in, I think that there is a way for us to individually approach our health in a way that is beautiful and, and fulfilling and life-giving. And I just invite you along for this series, which will help you through the holidays, but also, also introduce you to a deeper layer of my work and this new possibility when it comes to you in your body and your life. That's it for me today. I hope you enjoyed the last series. I hope you're excited for the new series. You know, as I was recording that last bit and as I re-listened to it, I realized that what I really want to call this new series is Home for the Holidays. And that's because I really want to explore this idea of being at home in our bodies over the holidays and the new year. And it's very much linked to this new redefining health program that that's coming up because I'll tell you that the big audacious goal for that program is that those who do it will never need to do a new year's resolution program ever again. And so this idea of how do we be at home, even when we can't be at home with our families, when we're stuck at home alone, how do we be at home in our bodies for the holidays? And, um, 
yeah, that's what we're going to explore. And so just stay tuned for more information on redefining health. The cart's going to open on January 5th. The program's going to start on January 18th. And again, that program is designed to help those who've done my signature program, who've gotten out of the biggest concerns with food and body, but who want to pursue health without diet mentality. You know, it's designed to help be an extension of that program. Or like I mentioned in the last bit, for those who've just been re-triggered for whatever reason, because they've arrived at midlife and their body's changing the rules of the game, or because they've had a little health scare or a health moment, and they want to change up the way that they're operating or working in their body, again, without falling into old patterns and programming. Um, so that's the big audacious goal for this new series and for this new program that you will know and understand the patterns in your body and that you'll be able to work with food and movement and reset yourself when you need to without ever getting back on the diet roller coaster and that you'll feel this powerful sense of agency over your health and well-being regardless of the bumps and the twists and the turns in the road so stay tuned for the new series um if you are still really deeply struggling with food and body know that my signature one-on-one -on -one food freedom body love program is always available email me hello at foodfreedombodylove.com um yeah and this new program, I'll put the link for the uh, for more information on redefining health in the show notes of of this episode. But I hope you'll stay tuned for Home for the Holidays, the new series that is going to kick off next week.